Howdy, how is everyone doing today? I am coming at you after a little hiatus. Once again, I try not to post something unless I have something important to say, and I'm really going to try to minimize all of the fluff per usual just to bring you guys some value. But it is Friday for me right now. I'm in a Friday mood. Tomorrow is going to be the best day ever because I'm waking up and going on a six-mile run. You heard that right. A lot has changed since the last time I posted. I am now a runner girl. It is my entire personality trait. It's actually embarrassing and... I'm a hybrid athlete. (laughs) I'm not an athlete by any means. But I have been running and me and my friend Emma are training for a half marathon. It is in two months exactly from today. And so we're going from literally zero beginners to a half marathon 13.1 miles i've never ran more than a 10k in my entire life i haven't ran a 10k in years and so a 10k i think is 6.2 miles or something like that and so we're gonna run six miles on saturday but essentially we're adding on a mile each week on our long saturday runs in preparation for the big boy and then we're doing a second run each week that is a shorter run so i'll dive into that probably after the marathon half marathon don't come for me um and give an update i've been really doing a lot of research around this because a lot of people say that like running and too much cardio can hurt your gains and i just came out of like a booty building era and definitely saw some great results in the glute region and I was super paranoid about starting this um you know running program I guess you could say because I didn't want it to counteract or reverse any of these gains so I haven't been like weighing myself or doing any progress photos or anything like that mainly because I'm just not in that era right now I have just a different perspective on things and I think it's great to have like aesthetic goals um and obviously I still want to have somewhat of an aesthetic goal but I'm doing this for way more than that and so I don't want like if I don't know I don't want to have any like negative negativity around it it's like what if my glutes do go down a little bit what if they don't though what if they stay exactly the same and then it's like what if obviously on the positive end of it I've also been seeing that people say that the hybrid training like really gives them their best physique and and so it's like maybe I'll see some amazing muscle mass you know what I mean or like body recomp or just toning or just some physique improvements that I'm not expecting so I kind of just want to be a surprise is what I'm trying to say and I'm not going to let like the weekly changes change my plan because I feel good right now I am like loosely tracking macros kind of eating intuitively I'm really just making sure that I'm eating enough protein so I am like entering in my food in when I'm doing like my grocery list and planning and stuff for breakfast and lunches and snacks but desserts kind of just been falling wherever I eat out when I want to eat out like I'm not really stressing about it 
and honestly I feel like I look good and I feel good and I'm not trying to be in a calorie deficit by any means. I'm trying to eat in maintenance or even above maintenance just to make sure that I'm properly fueling my bodies for these long runs and for my workouts. So um, I'm still in the gym three days a week doing full body three days a week and then running two days a week. So I am exercising five days a week right now, which I'm not always a huge advocate for. And so all of this is actually going to be connected to exactly why I'm even making this podcast today because I want to talk about what your workout routine should look like, what your workout split should look like. And this is one of the most common questions that I get. And also, I feel like there's a lot of conflicting information out there. And anytime I'm onboarding a new client, it's just obviously a huge part of the conversation and walking people through that and figuring out what's going to be best for you. And so that's what I wanted to go into today. And I can give you an update on obviously what I'm doing. But for the past couple years, I've personally just been lifting four days a week. And then when I just did my 12-week booty program, I was doing five days a week, which wasn't necessary, but I was doing three required lower body days. And then I honestly could have got away with just maybe one upper body day per week, but I just love training upper body. And so I decided that I wanted to do it two days a week. And then if there was any conflicts in my schedule or I wasn't able to get that fifth session in, I wasn't really worried about it because... I really didn't need the extra upper body day, if that makes sense. So also speaking of like cardio and like what your cardio routine should look like, I'll dive into that too. I haven't even done cardio, honestly, in like years either. So it's also been a fun new challenge for me to really test myself and be throwing in cardio and also doing it not for like aesthetic reasons once again but to really become a well-rounded more functional quote-unquote athlete in person it's like I want to be strong I want to have endurance I want to be fast I want to feel good and obviously cardio is good for heart health and you know blah 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 but um I've just been a huge advocate of three to four days a week prioritizing strength training, weight training, resistance training, whatever you want to call it, and sprinkling in cardio as desired or needed. Mostly as desired because just for example's sake, I feel like a lot of people begin their fitness journey or um, I don't know, even a couple years in, it's like people think that they want to always be in a calorie deficit and they want to be in a diet and they want to cut and they want to do a fat loss phase and they want to lose weight. So for example's sake, I'm going to use that here and just say that a lot of people think that you should be doing cardio every single day and sprinkling in some abs and some workouts when research has showed it's quite the contrary which is also why a lot of people think that cardio can actually kill your gains so it's just about being strategic and also if your goal is fat loss at the end of the day and not just losing weight then you're gonna want a resistance train and so really quickly the difference between weight loss and fat loss is pretty huge because weight loss as we know a lot of people know that if you see like a huge jump in, in the scale right away, 
it's mostly because you lost a ton of water weight. Um, but also when you're losing weight, you can also be losing some of your muscle. So when you're losing weight, it could be water, it could be fat, it could be muscle, it could be any of those three things. When your goal is fat loss, then you're really making sure that what you're losing is fat. And that's where the real body composition comes in. And I hate using the word skinny fat. I really feel like that is so insane to even say. But that's like the only way to really describe of like what you see when people do a lot of cardio and they're still maybe they're like overall frame is smaller, but maybe they're not as toned. So if you want the quote unquote toned look, then you're going to want to go for fat loss. Um, obviously, that comes down to preference and whatever your little heart desires. So if your goal is fat loss, resistance training, aka weight training or strength training, same thing. Um, is going to be your best friend and should be your main priority. And most of my clients don't ever end up doing cardio, maybe towards the end of the cut as things progress and we move forward. Instead of me lowering their calories, maybe I'll add in two sessions of cardio a week, but I really only do it for like 10 to 15 minutes. It doesn't have to be this 30 minute or hour long thing. You don't have to be sprinting or dripping sweat at the end of it and um you also don't have to have like a 10,000 step goal either I also don't really like having my clients count steps unless they want to or if they want to do that instead of cardio then that's a good tool to use but once again the main thing that you should be working on is getting a consistent workout routine down and a lot of people struggle with this because when we first started our, our fitness journey and maybe you're feeling really inspired, you're going to print out a little fitness planner or you're writing it down or you're making it plain and you're creating this plan for yourself and you're thinking like, I'm ready for a 360 turnaround and I'm going to go hard right now. You're motivated, you're ready. But the issue with this is motivation fades. But also the main issue with this is that it's just not realistic. If you're not working out at all right now, how do you expect to go from zero days a week to five days a week? Like genuinely being realistic, especially if you're maybe a mom or a parent, I should say, um, and if you work and you're in school and you have extracurricular activities that you need to do and you need to clean and you need to cook and maybe you commute and you're in the car all day like if you don't have the time to do it now then why are you going to try to set this unrealistic expectation for yourself that's not even realistic or sustainable for the long term and that is what's sending you in your yo-yo cycle and it makes you feel discouraged when you set a goal that you're unable to hit then you feel like a failure because you're not doing it when if you change the goal to something being more sustainable then you would be able to succeed in that goal and be feeling good about yourself and building self-trust with yourself and seeing results and that in turn will help motivate you to continue beyond just a 30-day plan or you try to follow something for two weeks and then it's unsustainable and you fall off and you're in the never-ending yo-yo cycle so the other issue with this is that there's a belief around the fact that people think that you have to work out every day or five days a week 
in order to see results or that you're just doing it wrong and that there's no point, which that is the biggest thing that I have to drive home to people. It's just not true. It really all comes down to calorie manipulation. And if your goal is fat loss or weight loss, then you need to be in a calorie deficit. So essentially, you could work out zero days a week. But if you're in a calorie deficit, you're going to lose weight. You don't even have to work out. Let me just put that out there. You could work out zero days a week. Now, do I recommend that? No, because if you're especially like a sedentary person and don't get a lot of movement in, there's a lot of just health benefits to obviously being more mobile and being strong and, you know, doing it for functional day-to-day activities, but also preventing any injuries, illness, disease, in the future and also just creating longevity for your life so i'm going to obviously promote getting some sort of movement in and then if you have a specific fat loss goal for example to like tone and all of that you're going to need to have some sort of resistance training in effect um in order to really see that happen so it obviously depends on your physique goals as well but the main thing i'm trying to say is that you could work out zero days a week and lose weight And a lot of my clients, especially my really busy clients, start out working out just two days per week. And you can see the same results working out two days a week as someone who's working out five days a week as long as your calorie goal and your nutrition is in perfect alignment. So if you're you're working out two days a week versus five days a week, the main thing that you're going to see a difference in as an individual is that you'll be able to eat more calories on a daily basis the more that you work out versus someone who works out less but does that really matter not really because the more that you work out the hungrier that you are the more calories that you're burning the more fuel your body is going to need to sustain you whereas if you're working out less then you can function on a lower set of calories and feel and function the same if that makes sense I'm trying to break it down sorry but um it all comes down to calories so first things first you want to find something that you can stick with and not something where it's like you're gonna work out two days this week five days next week three days the following week four days after that now in general if your goal is to just be healthier then that is a great goal do whatever you want to do but if you have a specific like fat loss goal, for example, you want to find something that you can be consistent with week to week to week. So even though you might have been able to get 15 workouts in the other way I just said, I don't, I don't know the actual math on that, but just for example's sake, way more workouts in than you might initially think that that makes you more successful or more on track with your goal, but that's just not true. It'd be way better to see you doing two days per week over the next four weeks and getting only eight sessions in so maybe half the amount if it's something you can be consistent with because then your calories are also what need to be consistent with this so like i said you're going to need more calories the more that you work out so you're going to be all over the place and not know what your true calorie intake should be because last week it should have been you know 1500 calories and then this week it should be 2000 calories and it's just there's no true way to measure that and all of this coming down to trying to eliminate all the variables that 
can come in the way and just finding something that you can be consistent with having a baseline having a foundation and doing that for a month straight before you make any changes to it and that's the goal here is find something you can do each and every week if you can only do two days per week that is perfect so here's how i would set your split up based on your schedule if you can do two days a week let me put it this way if you can do one day a week or two days a week or three days a week all of that i want it to be full body sessions so if you can work out one day a week one full body session a week two times per week two full body sessions per week three times a week three full body sessions per week that will be the most optimal for you it'll be the most optimal for your recovery and splitting up the muscle groups in an effective manner and just getting the most out of your workouts and your recovery and being well-rounded if you're going to work out four days a week I would now switch it up a little bit. I would do two upper body days and two lower body days. Once again, spreading it out a little evenly, a little more evenly. You could also do four full body days too. That's fine. Full body is also just a mood. Um, Five days a week, I would do two lower, two upper, one full body, or essentially kind of like an optional whatever you want day. So like for guys, you might want to throw in like an extra chest day or something like that. Whereas females might want to prioritize more glutes. So then we could throw in more of a glute focused day. And maybe glute and shoulders because you want, you know, some cute little shoulders. So you can do glutes and shoulders or something like that. Um, or once again, just keeping it a full body day and just hitting all the muscles one more time over is always good too. So when it comes to like the six, seven day a week split, I'm just not a fan of this. This leads to poor recovery, overtraining, overuse, injuries, but most importantly, recovery. You want to wait at least 24 hours in between each muscle group and making sure that you're recovering all of the muscles that you broke down a lot of people think that you're building muscle in the gym you're actually breaking it down and then once it repairs itself after the workout is where the muscle building comes in and so we need to make sure that we're allowing at that time to recover and actually grow the muscle that we're trying to grow if you're someone who you thrive in routine and you want to go to the gym every day at the same time, or it's just good for your mental health, it's good for you just to get out of the house, it's good for your routine, then of course I'm not going to be like, no, don't go. But what I'm going to say is like maybe do some yoga instead or go to the gym strictly for some light cardio, like walk on the treadmill, very like low intensity um or just do like some mobility work go there for some dynamic stretching some mobility exercises um, foam rolling stretching etc so that you can go get a little like move your body but it's not going to be a, a whole on workout we want to once again prioritize recovery so that's pretty much it in a nutshell i'm not gonna go too much into detail on exactly what each of those workouts should look like i would be here all day long but in general most clients i work with do two to four times per week and see amazing results if you can only do two times a week that is great do two times a week and then make sure that you're in a calorie deficit 
calculated based on those two days. Once again, your macros and your calorie needs, I should say, are going to be calculated based on your age, your height, your weight, your activity level, and your goal. And so there is calculators and stuff online. The biggest issue with this is user error. And once again, people not knowing how to use these tools properly. So you enter in whatever you want. It spits out a random number. And now you're taking that as your golden rule when it's kind of user error because we tend to be a little unrealistic and a little ambitious when we're setting these goals for ourselves. And once again, it's unsustainable and you're going to be yo-yoing. So I really recommend working with a coach on this. And also it's not always as simple. Like if you're someone who you find out what your calorie deficit goal should be and you're not even eating that much to begin with, then you need to go through a reverse diet and repair your metabolism. And you are already quote unquote eating in a deficit and it's not working. So there's some other underlying issues there that need to be addressed. Um, So it's not as simple. Whereas if you're already overeating a higher than this new calorie goal, then it's more simple of you simply just need to be consistent with this lower calorie goal and you'll see results. And so then it's easier. But a lot of people think that they're eating enough and they're not and that's another huge thing and why I'm so passionate about educating my ladies on eating enough and reverse dieting because a lot of people come to me eating a thousand calories or less per day and are wondering why they can't see results and it's just horrible so no one should be eating that little and that's why you're not seeing results but in general make sure that your calories are in alignment So if you can do two days a week, that's fine. Eventually, three to four weeks is a real good sweet spot, a happy medium. It's sustainable for most people, especially my busy people, and something that you can do in the long term, feel good, see amazing results, and find your happy medium, which is what we all want, right? So in general, a couple tips of what to look like when you're, if you are trying to create your own workout plan, which... If you don't have experience doing so, obviously it may not be the most effective or optimal, but if you're going to go look online, there's tons and tons of free resources out there. So definitely take advantage of that. Um, But some things to keep in mind when creating or looking for a program, if you're not working with a coach, once again, shameless plug, reach out to a coach. I personally create custom workout plans for all my clients based on the exact days that they can work out. A lot of people don't have gym memberships and so I do it based on whatever they have at home and your, you know, experience level and then I obviously can help them learn how to make sure to do all of the movements properly and most optimally and all of these things. So having a coach is obviously very helpful and having online coaches are very affordable versus paying for in-person personal training sessions. So just want to throw that out there too if you're not familiar with the online coaching space it's really affordable and more all-inclusive and it includes nutrition and accountability and all these things that one to two sessions in person with a personal trainer just doesn't provide or allow Um, but some people can't do that and really just need to find something to do on their own and kind of DIY it so that's why I kind of want to give some bullet points on what to look for here when creating your workout routine so 
it should be roughly five to six exercises per session. A lot of people struggle with doing 20 exercises in a session and being there for hella long and trying to get as many in as possible. And I don't want to go into all the details and the nitty gritty of it. Sorry, I can't even talk. But it's not effective. It's it's pointless. You're wasting your time. Um, five to six exercises. Do three to four sets of each exercise and do eight to 10 ish, maybe 12, maybe 15, anywhere from eight to 15, um, reps of eight to, you know, anywhere between eight to 15 reps of each exercise. Follow the same plan for four weeks, follow it up to 12 weeks, really focus on consistency, doing the same amount of workouts per week and hit those exercises and follow the same plan this is the best way to get good at the movements and to incorporate progressive overload and guarantee results a lot of people just go to some random instagram workout that some influencer posted and they do a different workout every day and they think you need to quote unquote shock your muscles and shock your body no your body's going to actually do better if you're doing something on a consistent basis and getting really really good at it so get good at the basics start with your compound movements these are your bigger movements that also target multiple um body body parts i don't know why i was saying like that multiple it recruits multiple muscle groups and so like this is going to be like your squat your deadlift your bench which can be intimidating if you're a beginner so you don't necessarily have to go straight into those barbell movements but if you just type in compound exercises on google they'll pop up with a list of like the main ones that you really want to focus on and there's going to be different variations of it of a more beginner level and then as you get more comfortable then you can progress and make it a little more challenging um, or advanced I should say start with the compounds sprinkle in some accessory movements at the end so prioritize these bigger lifts sprinkle in the little accessories at the end as a supplement to the compounds Progressive overload is going to be your best friend here. A lot of people don't know what that term means. It's essentially just making sure that you're progressing each week and doing it little by little over time. So same thing with creating a calorie goal or a workout plan foundation. You want to start with something small and slowly build on it over time. The issue with going zero to 100 with your cardio, with your nutrition, with your workouts is now you have nothing to build on. Like you can only lower your calories, for example, by so much before you reach a plateau. You can only be doing cardio, you know, every day for 60 minutes before you the only way to increase from there would be to do it for 90 minutes. You know what I mean? And that's just not sustainable, nor is it necessary. So if you start lower and slowly increase, you know, the volume over time so maybe doing an extra rep so it's like if you did three sets of eight reps this week like next week try to do three sets of nine reps the week after that try to do 10 and and you might not reach it you might hit nine on the first two and eight on the last two that's still a progressive overload even if you did one rep more than last week that's progressive overload you gotta find joy in the little wins and that's those are all signs of you making progress and getting stronger and seeing results um adding weight little by little over time is also a point of progressive overload so using the same example of three sets of eight reps 
Um, you know, if you did it with 30 pounds this week and next week you did it with 32 pounds, but the weight was different and you did the same amount of volume and volume means like sets and reps, that's progressive overload. That's a huge win. So that's just the key to seeing results. Long story short, be patient, enjoy the ride, do something sustainable, do something consistently. If you have trouble seeing results, being accountable and setting realistic goals, once again, reach out to a coach. That is what we're here to do. Meet you where you are at and what your life looks like right now. And then slowly but surely get you to where you want it to be. And once again, in the most effective and optimal way for you so that you can work smarter and not harder. We want to be able to be kind of seamless obviously there's going to be some challenges along the way and you have to get out of your comfort zone a little bit but it shouldn't be overbearing it shouldn't be restrictive it shouldn't be excessive it shouldn't be painful it should be fun so that is my tidbit my little update i hope that that helps and provides a little more insight for you once again it's going to be a little individualized per person but those are some general guidelines and how i would structure your workout routine and what it should look like in order to see optimal results for either losing fat or maintaining your body weight but toning up and maybe building some muscle and so on and your training should look about the same in no matter what your goal is and then you just manipulate your cardio and your nutrition around that goal but your overall training plan should look similar um, no matter what phase that you're in but and obviously it can be changing over time or whatever the case may be in you know, comes down to preference and all of that, but that is just a general guideline to follow. And so I hope that that helps, but I will keep you guys posted on my running hybrid athlete journey. So stay tuned for that. And I hope that you enjoyed this. I hope that this got you excited and maybe provided some insight and will get you motivated to get moving and set some realistic, attainable, sustainable goals and that is what it is all about. So have a good rest of your week and your day and um, love you always. Catch you on the next one.